Hello, hello everybody. You welcome to another interesting episode here at Emirich. Where we give mental empowerment to youths for development and inclusion for them becoming a better person for themselves and their community. Uh, today I have a very interesting and, and creative person, a young man who is a mentor to kids all over the world, is a blogger, is into many developments and I'm excited to speak with him today. Um, his name is Andrew, so like I always say, I'm not going to dish out all the goodies, so I'm going to allow him to introduce himself. Hello Andrew. Hey man, how you doing? I'm fine brother, how's it going? It's going amazing, man. Thank you for wanting to speak with us. We appreciate you, brother. Thank you very much. Absolutely, absolutely. Okay, so um, can you just tell people what is your name, your occupation, and introduce yourself, and how did you hear about e-marriage? Okay, well, my name is Andrew Weaver. I'm a media publisher. Uh, I'm an author. I'm a writer. Um, I'm an owner of a magazine. Uh, I, I do a lot of things publication-wise. Awesome. That is cool. So how did you hear about e-marriage? How did you hear about us? I heard about my, um, heard from my good friend, Lachelle Atkins. Oh, I believe you feature her on a post. Awesome. Yeah, she's amazing. She's amazing. She Absolutely. Relation to all of us. She's amazing. Okay, um, so let's get this conversation started. Um, our topic of discussion today, guys, we're talking about how youth can create passionate goals. You know, is that a different thing to create goals? Is that a different thing to create passionate goals? You understand? So people mm-hmm. have questions about goals and all of that passion. Are you involved in any youth development program or a foundation for youth empowerment? I'm not directly okay. in in a specific um, foundation, okay. but I kind of I kind of do things on my own. Okay. So, for example, I, I mentor um, eight kids in my elementary school just for volunteer. Awesome. Right, and I and I actually I found a magazine for young creative individuals in my area just to highlight some of them. That is amazing. I, I saw those I saw those mags and I was like, wow, awesome. Awesome. Wow, thank you. Actually I did I did all the editing start just from scratch, man. I did all of it. Wow you did. I was going to be like, oh I think you need to do something for us at Emerit, something creative. So we can we can say that we have someone from America who is who is um, doing all this great stuff and showcase to the world from our platform. I think we'll talk about that later though. Absolutely, let's do it. Okay. So um you know you know young people, I am still young and youth there's so many unwanted behaviors around that that doesn't make people uh, to allow them to make smart decisions. So in your own context, what are the unwanted behaviors you think in those youth from making smart decisions? I think I think one of the main behaviors is not being in the appropriate environment um so i mean you know our environment really details what we do okay good so for instance the people that we are around just it's automatic how the people we are around influences what we do it's automatic it's natural another thing that i've really been tapping into is um what what we listen to as a collective true and it's just some things are when you look at the context of the song when you actually analyze the lyrics Hmm. you have to think to yourself do i want my spirit do i want my mind to be engaged in this type of behavior Hmm. 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 
True. Because what people have to understand is that your environment really does shape you in a way that you don't even understand yet. True, 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 true. So environment is, is number one. Uh, the second thing is, I like to say temptation. It's, no, that, it's us knowing, I'm sorry. I said that's a big one, temptation. Right, it's, it's us knowing the right path but feeling that pull to go to the other side. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. True, true. It's, and, and I believe that stems from the environment too because you have to put yourself in an environment where you won't be tempted in the first place. True, true. So essentially everything um, comes from the environment. So depending on your environment depends on what you're influenced by in a way. Okay, okay. Um, that, that's great. So that means our environment plays a major role on our behavior. Which Absolutely. Wrong videos we listen to and how we, uh, we tend to. So you need to, but then again, if you know you find you, you're in an environment and you're fighting so hard to leave that environment, but you didn't mm-hmm. how is there, do you have any, you know, what would you say about this, a person like that? Well, in, in some cases, it's more of a will thing. The first thing you have to do, you have to want to leave that environment. Okay. Most people, most people, they see that they need to, but in in reality, they don't want to. Therefore, they don't do it. Anything that somebody actually wants to do, they will do it because they will find a way to do it. Okay. So it's the will to want to do better. It's the will to want to see yourself in a better position, in a different position than you are now. Hmm. So with the right willpower that would help us, would push us, would drive us into a better place. I like that. I like I like the sound of that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Using your experience as an example, obviously, um, you, your youth, of course, you've seen other people. What does passionate goals mean to you? Because I know that's where we're going to. And now, how did you be with the passion? Well, passionate goals aren't, aren't passionate goals without a passion so it begins with passion of course okay and and i feel like what what a passion is it's it's two things it's a mental pull and a physical pull um from a personal experience i i i've written three books so when i was in an environment where i wasn't writing i felt that pull to go right if that makes sense Mm -hmm. so so that's the physical pull of it the mental pull is, it's what I think about. You okay. see, what, whatever you think about is what you will be tied to because that's what's going to be on your mind. So when I was in situations where I couldn't focus on or think about my writing, it was a pull. And when I basically followed my instincts to go towards that pull, that's when I found passion. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Awesome. Um, I'm actually very happy for you because at your age, at your age to be able to um, find your passion, your purpose, and putting everything into good use. Um, many youths want to be like that. But then again, the question of how, you know, the how question is also very key. I know I have this passion. Um, I think I know the purpose. But how, 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 how? Do you have any, do you have any thoughts about that? Um. The, my, my thing about how I feel like it goes along with why I feel like those are questions or words that are limiting factors 
when you ask yourself how this can be done or why this could be done, you're limiting yourself of the possibility that it could be done. So I feel like disregarding the fact that how or why and think of what steps can I do now that would get me to the goal that I need in this specific area. Okay, instead of asking it out, I should probably say, what are the steps, right? Well, the, the steps, the steps essentially is focus. Okay. There, there is nothing can be done without focus. Even for, even for the simplest task, mm-hmm. you still have to pay attention. And, and this goes all back to the temptations where we're in the environment, the things we were discussing earlier. Okay. You have to be in the right frame of mind to operate the way you need to operate, basically. Um, so for instance, you know, when you're about to do something, you have to get into the groove of things. You may have to, before you go actually go do it, you have to listen to a certain song. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Okay. And it's the same thing. We, we don't, we, we stem so far away from the things that we want. It makes it harder for us to do it. So the, the how aspect is focus. Okay. Know where to focus, where to put our focus. So, youth, once you're thinking about the passion, the purpose, you should also know where to direct to focus at. That's a beautiful way to look at it. So, now you're a mentor, obviously, to, to mm-hmm. kids, and you might not know that um, those that are viewing your posts on Facebook, reading your books, you're also like a mentor to them. It does not matter their age. Mm-hmm. And um, for some reason, they're looking up to you. You know, age does not define leadership. No. Right. What are the steps to follow to achieving all these goals? You know, these passionate goals. Uh, well, I, I believe the first step should be you have to look at the the emotional, physical, and the spiritual aspects of it. Basically, you have to see um, how you will benefit from achieving this goal. So something as if, let's say I want to do something that's not productive for me. If it's, if it's negative to my physical, but physically and mentally, or you know, the other way around, if it was good, you're still destroying yourself in the end. Um, you have, th- these three have to work together. So when you, when you find that thing that um, is healthy to all three, that's when you know. Mm. Now that's that. Um, those are important key steps, and because um, youth get really overwhelmed when they when they're talking about goals, even those the ones that they are passionate about, you know, they, they get to think about it on the long run. I was also talking about this with one of my friends, Rob, that we spoke. Uh, you know, how can they deal with it? You know, for example, you want to when you wanted to write your book. People look at it. Like, how am I going to sit down and write hundred pages? How do they? How do people sit down and write what twenty pages? Mm-hmm. They, it get it gets it gets overwhelming. Mm-hmm. How can you advise as a young person that has, that is doing great that will still do more great things? How can you advise them like you know what? This is what you should do. This is the, what you should look at. Okay. Well, I, I looked at it like this when I first started out. Okay. I. Let's say I spend mm, 12 hours a day on my phone or doing something that's not productive. Okay. If I can spend 12 hours doing something not productive, I can use that same energy to, to spend 12 hours doing something that is productive. Beautiful. So it starts with time management. 
And for in order for you to uh, make proper time management, like I said earlier, you have to be focused. You have to figure out, is this going to help me? Is this not going to help me? Mm-hmm. Then you, you, you appoint certain amounts of time to those tasks. Hmm. And when you're, when you're able to appoint um, time to tasks that will help you, mm-hmm. it's easier to filter out the things that are negative that won't help you. True. So you have, you have to see things, um, you, you basically have to see the, the big picture. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. In order to, to in order to make the right steps, I think people focus on this weekend or next weekend or uh-huh. next week or this month. They don't focus on that this this week will lead up to a month and this month will lead up to a year over time. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And that that's all about time management. We have to be aware of the complete picture in order to make the right steps. Uh-huh. Awesome. I, I love the fact that you you use the words time management because with time management you would you would have the mindset that you need to start from somewhere just by taking a step at a time you will all build up everything that you need to achieve mm. amazing amazing okay so um in nigeria in africa um in marriage we are we are lobbying for a policy to including life and career coaching in school curriculums to be mm-hmm. martyred youth what do you think about that well, I think that instead of focus on focusing on the the leadership, the the coaching aspect, we should focus on the education. Okay. What the kids, what the, what the school system is lacking is education. Okay. Now, if you are educated and you are still making incorrect steps, then you need coaching. Okay. What what I feel like that the school system is doing is, well, what I feel like they're not doing is that they're not giving the the kids building blocks okay you cannot work you, you cannot build on something that doesn't have a foundation you have to educate the kids so first they can make not necessarily better decisions but before so they can think for themselves okay when people are able to to, to think for themselves they're able to make better decisions for themselves awesome. now if they still are still making wrong decisions then they need a coach awesome okay so um let me using using um, a, a life scenario as an example because I get to speak with youths so like almost every weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, I get a, a question them that okay, so what would you like to be in the future, um, or what would you like to be? What do you find interesting? You know, at, uh, most of the time people would say I would like to be a doctor, or I would like to be this, I would like to be that. The the generic things the society tells us that you should be but in terms of um, finding your interest to building a career um, which obviously um, in an adult level you get to hire a career coach for that but in schools they would only teach you they just teach you this and teach you that but I'm very teachers don't even have the time because some teachers are not even happy that they are teaching so exactly why should that teacher be in the right position to advise um, a teenager or a youth that okay um, about about career so that is exactly drift and angle we are coming from so i was also speaking with a friend um in america about it and he said um not much of it is there probably just have a counselor and all of that so what and then so what do you well, my, my thing with that is, let's say there are 300 people in my in my graduating class, right? 
So if there's 300 people in my graduating class, okay. then there are, are three other classes of students with 300 students each. I feel like you can't appoint three counselors okay. for a school with 800 to 900 to 1,000 students. It doesn't, it doesn't make sense. True. You have to think about the parent at home. Most parents only have two to three kids. Uh-huh. How, can, how can you give one adult 400 to 500 students? It doesn't make sense. So it starts with there. So instead of us having counselors, the, the, the children should be educated enough to know that education is a prize. If, if we would take education more seriously, there wouldn't be a need for counselors like how we need them. Counselors are supposed to be for grades. We're dealing with emotional problems in schools, not academic problems. True. So I feel like instead of having the whole counselor or the thing, we should focus on the teaching aspect, which goes back to education. So, so I feel like it's more of the student side. We have to find value in education again, basically. True. So that means the education system needs to be encompassing to be holistic. Right. Right. Okay. So, um, <laughs> moving forward to the end so how can people reach out to you um well I'm starting to post a little more on Facebook I want that to be my main hub um I believe my at name is capital letters O A W C E so at O A W C E on Facebook and um on Instagram my at name is Daily W with two eyes and daily and just a w on the end okay great great um like we always do at the marriage we also ask that whom would you recommend we invite to our podcast has someone recommended you an amazing person so right man uh, i have um i have a good friend to Corey thomas i've known him for a good while um he's someone that can have intellectual conversations with so i'm sure he can have some value to bring to I Am Your Reach. Awesome, 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 awesome. I appreciate that, Andrew. So, do you have any question for us? Do you have any- I do. Great. Uh, my first question is, how, what, comparing to Amy's final destination goals, what point are you at now? Say that again. Um, in comparison to like where you want to be, your final goals, Okay. Where are you now in that process? As regards um, email reach, as regards me personally? Uh, I am reach. Um, as regards I am reach, where we are right now, we are like, I can say we are 70% in achieving our goal. Initially, when we started off, we started with um, telling the world the difference between violent cultism and non-violent cultism. Because uh, mm-hmm. we don't really know that there's something called a non-violent cultism. Because in the definition of cultism, we only focus on the violence part of it. But obviously, there are other unconventional behaviors. So we've been able to achieve that. And when we realize that there's also many underlying factor, your depression, your people not meeting and some certain goals. Um, there's so many unwanted behaviors that has actually prevented people from achieving what they really want to achieve. And um, because I was once that kind of a person, you know, I was once in that world, I was lost, mm-hmm. I was all of that. And I always say, I didn't mean I had someone who would just sit me down 
like someone right. me, like a life coach and give me some tools to be able to fight my demons and all of that mm-hmm. i would be a better person but all that happened later on so this is in fact this is what this function is based on so we are reaching far and wide we are going to all the can be initially it was meant for just african people but then again we've been able to reach out to you to all over the world and this right. Funded. And now we have you helping us to reach out to you. So it's a non-profit organization. We just for more selfless and unique, genuine people helping every other person. Amazing. Thank you, brother. And you're amazing. I love it. You're Thank you. You're amazing tonight. So do you have a closing remark? Um, just saying I'm glad to be here. This was an amazing opportunity. Um, I'm honored to be here. I'm glad I can share my message and share my goals with you and the audience. Thank you very much, um, Andrew. And we are so honored and humbled that you've been able to take out of your time to speak with us. And we hope and believe we can always invite you whenever. And Absolutely. also do things together. You know, the, the great thing about helping people is that you can do it, you cannot do it all alone. Mm-hmm. You have to find a way to collaborate. So at Emerich, absolutely collaborate. So if you have any projects you want us to be on, we would gladly collaborate with you. And, and I, I, so this is thumbs up and big up to more collaborations, Andrew. Thank you very much for your thank you. And um, we hope to talk to you soon. All right. All right. Mm-hmm.